<laughs> hello, hello. Welcome Don't back, everybody, laugh. to the Cult Classic Podcast. You'll die if you try. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, Cameron Jones here, as always, with Mark Nussel alongside Jordan Jones. Uh, we are here in our spooky October Halloween series. Uh, we've kept it pretty fun. We've kept it pretty kitty, pretty funny. Uh, we're getting a little more serious this week, a little more saucy. We're doing, saucy. Yeah, I'd say so. Uh, we're doing the 1984 80s horror classic, A Nightmare on Elm Street. This movie is about a child killer who is then killed by a bunch of parents, and then his ghost kills you in your sleep. One, two, Freddy's coming for you. It's got maybe the most iconic sweatshirt in movies. This movie's got good realistic special effects. It has some pervy tongue action. Three, four, better lock your door. Welcome to your nightmare. John Saxon as Lieutenant Thompson. Ronnie Blakely as Marge Thompson. Heather Langenkamp as Nancy Thompson. Amanda Weiss as Tina Gray. Tina. I'm Tina. Uh, Freddy Krueger is played by Robert England. Sue Garcia as Rod Lane. And Johnny Depp as Glenn Lance. Five, six, grab your crucifix. Uh, This movie has one of the more fun serial killers that he is very playful with his victims. He's saucy. He's a pervert. He makes little jokes. He's fun. He's not just a slow stalker. He's going to run with wiggly arms down an alley after you. From suspense master Wes Craven, the director of The Hills Have Eyes, and The Last House on the Left. Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. Seven, eight, better stay up late. This movie highlights uh, neglectful parenting that will do anything for you. (laughs) Except nurture and love you, but they will murder a hobo? Nine, ten, never sleep again. A Nightmare on Elm Street. It's a cult classic. It's you know it's a horror. It's a horror classic for sure. He's one of the like I'd say main three. Like I think this one is. You have different like big. I I would actually say it is. You have like your universal big horror characters. Then you have like your seventies eighties like trio, which I would say are like Jason, Michael Myers, and then Freddy Krueger. So he's like a he's like part of the big three. I would almost say because. Of what you just said, those three characters—they're in the zeitgeist so much. Yeah, it's it's almost more mainstream than a cult classic. It's maybe just a okay, modern I, day horror classic. I would maybe agree with that, because it is kind of like as far. I know as, you could argue any cheesy cult movie, yes, slasher film, especially horror that does feels that, that way. But these ones are these ones are big effing movies. What do you think, Mark? Is this just a classic, or is this a cult classic? Mm. It probably you know it probably is just a I mean, horror that's, classic. That's a good point. That is a good point. We do talk about this every every time we do like a horror classic. You know like what? One of these big ones. We're obviously but doing like, this because it's Halloween, so I, I think mean, it that's is. Why, I think but. there is uh, some elements of cult classicness. Oh yeah, within. for sure. As far as like cult classics go, this is definitely like the mainstream. Like a lot of people are sipping sure. Kool Aid on this one for sure. Yeah, like if you've never seen I, this I movie, this is almost like an entry level. Like if you if you're just kind of like horror, I mean, you start kind of with like. The Freddy Kruegers, the Jasons, the Michael Myers. You kind of usually start with those ones. Because, I sure. mean, as you said, it's just part of pop culture, the zeitgeist. Which uh, I want to admit, I've never seen this movie before this. I wasn't, oh, wow. a, I wasn't a big horror movie as, a horror movie person as a kid. That's like, usually I, me, like the first time viewer. The, so I, I appreciate that I'm not... Uh, I have seen other Freddy Krueger movies. The, uh, the first just, time viewer. This just time. not this one for whatever reason. You know, I've actually seen. I, th- I've seen a lot of uh, the other, like Michael Myers, Jason, the Friday the Thirteenth series. I've seen most of those, but this series I actually am missing a lot of them. I've only kind of seen the first two, and then like a later some some later Wes Craven why, stuff. Why did you never? Um, I don't know. Maybe we didn't own it, it, or just a, for whatever reason. One, I wasn't a big horror movie person. No one in the family really was other than me. So there I wasn't saw. A lot of that I in. saw. You know, the Halloweens. And then I saw a majority of the Friday the 13th. So I'm like, I'm good. I just assumed I would, but I just never did. I mean, once you get like a couple references, it's like mm-hmm. you've essentially seen the movie. I mean, you know? I almost. There's nothing out I of the ordinary here. This was an example of where I learned about it through The Simpsons. Yeah. That, the this, Simpsons Halloween special. I was going to bring it up at some point. <laughs> so we'll bring it up again, but I don't know. Um, so I want to make an announcement that I apologize that I'll probably be annoying diehard fans. And I'm going to ask rhetorical questions that maybe have answers in the later movies. But uh, 
Don't listen to the rest of this if you don't want to. There's, there's well, don't say that. Uh, so overall, I'd say probably just like a horror classic. But, uh, you know, as far as like horror fans go and their cult, you know, it's in there. Since we're in the Halloween season, is it a Halloween movie? Yeah, 100%. yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm actually, I'm actually excited about getting in this category because I actually don't think it's a Halloween movie. It doesn't Ooh. take around, it doesn't take place around Halloween. There's nothing Halloween about it. But I will say that I prefer to watch this movie around Halloween rather than like in the dead of summer or just like any random time I'm feeling to get a little spooky. I will agree with you with the fact that there isn't anything really Halloween-y about it, but just because of, like we're saying, the pop culture zeitgeist, I think just just because it's like a mainstream horror, that's why it gets the pass and it's like you do watch this around Halloween. Oh, it obviously gets the pass. Um, What season? And I don't know why it is. Does it take place in summer? I watch this around Halloween more than I do just like yeah, 100%. Just cuz it's I mean it's it's like a main the mainstream like big 3 scary movies of like the last like I don't know. For whatever reason, I don't need to watch horror movies for Halloween. I like more nostalgic kitty movies for that's So are you guys thumbs up Halloween movie? I'm thumbs down. I'm, for me personally, no, it's not even close to my repertoire cuz I never even watched it. But <laughs> oh yeah, clearly. It, there's obviously people who just anything scary I've seen people say The Poltergeist is a Halloween movie, and I'm like, yeah, eh, no, it's just a scary movie. So if you're under the camp, any horror, slasher, scary movie, yes, it's your type of Halloween movie. But Do he, I agree with he, you more? Hear me out. The, like, movies like uh, I Know What You Did Last Summer, like, you can watch you can watch that in, like, June or July, and, like, that's fun. That's the same argument Nightmare I on Elm Street, like, I'd feel more comfortable watching that in October than I would. I, I'll say anything that has, like, a series, serial killer that has, like, many installments... That caters to it's going to be a Halloween movie. That's that's kind of horror, though. Like Scream. That's not necessarily but Halloween, But Mark's making bro. the point that uh, yeah. I make for all of my holiday movies, which maybe people disagree with Halloween movies, maybe a little different from Christmas movies. Evil Dead, even. Like, that's not you gotta, Halloween. you got to want to watch it around the season. Whereas this one, I could watch it in July and feel fine. I get that horror movies in general, yeah. rational movies, kind of cater to just the Halloween spirit. But, like... It's not a Halloween. No, I agree. Movie. It doesn't have. I agree. Cool. It doesn't have the atmosphere, right, the, the, the Halloween tr- atmosphere. Halloween tropes. Yeah, trick or treating. Let us know out there in a kind way uh, if you think it's a Halloween movie or not. Uh, moving on to cast and crew. Okay, uh, cast and crew. Let's just start up. We always forget. Uh, we always forget the director. So let's just start off with Wes Craven. I mean, big name, huge in horror. I mean, we've done a lot of John Carpenter, but this is kind of the other big name in horror that you would hear a lot. I mean, you would know him maybe recent, more recently series from Scream if you're a little younger. He did not direct that, but he did, he had his produce. Hands I believe, in writing, right? Uh, writing, I think. Oh, did he? <clears throat> yes. Uh, also, his first work was Last House on the Left. Cool. Um, also, had his hands on like The Hills Have Eyes, and then obviously Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, look, look into Wes Craven. I mean, he's a horror legend. We've covered a lot of different genres from John Carpenter, whereas I feel like Wes Craven's just synonymous. Yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. The more thriller type of shit. Yeah. Okay, starring Heather Langenkamp. She plays Nancy. Uh, don't I don't know her for much, but I, I, I guess this is one of her. Uh, this is. I mean, this is her yeah, big role. role yeah. Ronnie Blakely plays the mom, Marge Thompson. Uh, she, I think she's in. Um, she's acting till this day. She's in so many things. If yeah, you, if she's you look at her IMDb, it is flooded with work. Yeah, with she's definitely anything familiar. you know though, or like TV no, work no, and stuff. Like, I mean, like subtle things, maybe like that. It is like, impressive oh. though when somebody makes a career out of yeah bit roles and and Johnny gets in them and stuff. I mean, I, I guess I should just say Johnny Depp. This was his, uh, I think, first. This is his first credited movie. role. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, he plays Glenn, the sports guy, wow. the jock. They, they call to, him a jock in the movie. I'd call him a preppy, maybe. Cold cop, uh, Freddy Krueger with maybe a baseball bat. Yeah, so I'm gonna call you, and you're gonna cold cock him. Love that line. We'll get there later. Uh, John Saxon was. Maybe, it looks like he was maybe like the biggest, the biggest role. In the film, John he, Saxon plays Rod. He, play, he played the dad. Uh, I, um, didn't, I didn't know him from anything. Did you? He's from Enter the Dragon and uh, a couple really other him, things. Honestly. He actually, <laughs> this is funny. He's been in film since like the fifties. Mm-hmm. So he like was a kid actor. Won a Golden Globe uh, for most promising newcomer male in nineteen fifty eight. Oh, kind of a fun little little mm. tidbit there. And I feel like a dick for not knowing him at all. 
No, they got it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't right. <laughs> uh, Amanda Weiss plays Tina, uh, the first kill in the movie. Uh, you know, I know her as Beth from Better Off Dead. She's the girlfriend that dumps uh, John Cusack her. at the beginning oh, really? of the movie. That's the only thing okay. I really know her from. I do like Better okay. Off Dead. I actually, the Invisibles, film-wise Invisibles this week, had Better Off Dead in it. Nice. Sue Garcia as Rod. Didn't uh, really recognize from him yeah, from too much. Don't really know him. Rod. Uh, Charles Feischer as uh, Dr. King. He's the voice of Roger Rabbit in... Really? Roger Rabbit. Oh, yeah. He's also... He's just like the doctor that's talking to her. Like when, she, the, when the mom's like, what is sleep? And it's the guy's like, we don't really know. That guy's Roger Rabbit? Well, he's, all, he's also in Disney original TV movie uh, Genius. He's like the scientist uh, in that. Okay. Okay. I don't know. Joseph Whip. He's in this movie. He plays Sergeant Parker. He kind of watches the house at the end uh, to make sure no funny business goes on. Uh, Spoiler alert. Doesn't do it well. Doesn't, doesn't do it, it well. Does. Should I? Uh, he's the sheriff in Scream and also the guard in Escape from Alcatraz. So oh, kind of, either okay. plays like a doctor or... The sheriff in Scream seems more of like a, a nod since it's a Wes Craven, Wes Craven movie. movie. Yeah, it seems like... A, in a, fact, a, I actually might remember hearing that when that movie came out. Uh, they have Freddy Krueger's in the movie. Freddy Krueger is in the movie. Yeah, it's the janitor in it. I do know him. Um, and then Fred uh, Freddy Krueger is played by Robert England. I know him from being Freddy Krueger. I don't that's know. That's pretty much. The I think majority. that's probably where. Yeah, yeah. That's and anytime I see him in anything else, all I can think of is, oh, it's Freddy Krueger. But he is. He plays Freddy in most of them. Yeah. So that's cool. In all of them. In yeah, all I think of them. Sure, yeah. Just his. Even yeah. like the like the little shorts like nowadays like even like 2016, like, 17 like he'll, like he's still either the voice or the narrator like. He still has a his finger in the his hands in the cookie jar, if you will. Nice. Um let's see. I think the last one I want to touch on um in cast is Mimi Craven, which at the time was Wes Craven's wife. Uh she plays the nurse, which is kind of fun bit role getting your family in. Anthony I think it's Cecile, but he um Basically, he did the fire scene where he's uh, where Freddy's walking up the stairs on fire. That's the same stunt coordinator. He's known for his work on Minority Report, Transformers, and Armageddon. Question: Is he a stuntman that specifically does fire stunts? Is he the fire guy? And all those he issues? might be just the fire guy. I didn't read too far into him, but like respect. I just want to touch on uh, one crew member mm-hmm. is Charles Bernstein. Is the compo- Bernstein? Ber- Bernstein? Let's go Bernstein. Bernstein. Yeah, I like uh, the whole. Uh, yeah, Mandela sure. Yeah, I would. I, I prefer to go okay. to what I remember. Uh, he's the composer. He also composed Cujo and I think like a couple other like kind of eighties horror. Yeah, eighties or like the dun, the dun, entity done like very synthy stuff. Do cool. I remember Cujo much? No, but am I pretty sure it's a synth score? If you kind of yeah. listen to yeah. the synth score, it is kind of like like one two three <laughs> going for you. Whatever that is, like a half step, whole step. Uh, let's move on to tempo, light. not my tempo. Let's move on to not light. My tempo. Oh my god, I'm gonna fucking kill you. <laughs> let's move on to <sighs> likes and favorite aspects. Likes and favorite aspects. All right, likes. Uh, sorry. All right, likes and favorite aspects. Um, just kind of riffing off, piggybacking off of that, jumping, hurtling off of what we just talked about. Mm-hmm. Uh, 80s synths and drums. There's a lot of that in this movie, and it kind of yeah. just there's nothing better than like an 80s horror movie. Dun, 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 dun. What aspect of it do you feel is the most 80s? I've got an answer. It's when Didn't they, I- it's no, of the music. What part of the score is the most? I think this is I one said that jumps. Synth and drums. Are you asking me to say synth or drums? You're, you're no, no. Um, which, yeah, I guess not specifically. <laughs> Mine is when they do. It sounds more like strings. When it's just like, boom, like those scares. That's the most '80s score. Yeah, Cam probably is the same one as I do. It's kind of like a droning, like synth chord or pad. Just yeah, it's, I like the ominous, like, uh, yeah, well, that's perfect. Or that's Phil Collins going to, I can feel it coming in the air. Sure, sure. Nah. Uh, I kinda, he was a real drummer. He was an synth drummer. That's true. Maybe an electric well, drum I'm sometimes. I'm sure those sound pretty. Uh, I, 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 I kind of mentioned this before, but this actually does have a lot of really cool practical effects, like her walking up the stairs and sinking into it, like the, the walls coming out and stretching, the bathtub thing. Like, apart from, like, all the gore, there actually is just a lot of cool 
effects with like just the house and like it's it's in a dreamland so some things are like suspended belief and stuff so i don't know there's some cool visualizations that are practical effects in there yeah there's a lot of like uh almost iconic like movie practical effects like the True. the water or sorry the blood gushing from whatever the ceiling to the floor yeah or the floor the, to the ceiling the wall rather. stretching out i mean the hand kind of popping up from the bathtub but i mean that i'd say the the three deaths in here well two of the three deaths in here would show up on quite a bit of lists for good kills. I'd agree with that. Um, so as the first time I saw this, I didn't think I'd like it as much. Um, obviously, I've been putting it off. There's a little bit expectation management where I'm like, I was kind of going in with low expectations. Even with how popular it is. Yeah, I don't know why. Just um, here, Actually, here's why. And I think this is why I like this so much. So I've seen Freddy Krueger in later movies, and he's way more gimmicky in those ones yeah. and like way more talky. Um, with his one-liners and stuff, and he's he's very they make present him almost like a uh, shticky comedic. Yeah, yeah, he becomes way more sticky. So I'm like, they, okay, they definitely I get started it. leaning in, but but this one, so it's like a double-edged sword. I like in this if you compare him to Leatherface, Michael Myers, or Jason, mm-hmm. they don't make any sounds. They're pretty much silent except for you know gr- grunts or breathing. I like how in this one he does have a sense of humor. Freddie, yeah. he makes jokes. He toys with you. That doesn't make it scarier though, right? No, I just like it's, it's like Leatherface. J- like, I mean, that's that's scary because it almost like leaves you up to. It, like, leaves, oh no, I think yeah, I actually agree. Those are scarier, but I do like that he has. Well, actually, I'm about to argue that for another favorite aspect I have is like uh, I feel like this is actually conceptually one of the scarier things that you are never safe. He'll get you in your dreams. Like oh no, I, I think hide. the concept of the dream itself is. But oh, if you had that same concept man. with Leatherface and Leatherface was in your dream, it'd be a scarier dream. You guys have yeah. had nightmares, right? Um, Night terrors, nothing but. Yeah, I'd say shaking on a pretty regular basis. Sure, <laughs> that would suck being like scared to fall asleep. That's a good trope. Just like, yeah, don't I fall think it's asleep. honestly it's the most terrifying, yeah. uh, like uh, like concept for a scary movie. Yeah, ever. that's a great. The concept so much better. It's an elevated in comparison to the other ones. The other ones are just survivalist, and this one's kind of like how can you? Which is uh, why this this one's it. definitely. I mean, from the later ones I saw, I've seen in the series is my favorite, just because it is the scariest. I mean, there are the fun gimmicks and stuff, which are honestly fun. Like they haven't leaned into the campiness yet. This before before Freddy Krueger gets really gimmicky in some of the offshoots. Mm-hmm. In, in this first one, Nightmare on Elm Street, I like his playful tones. The end, uh, like, this kind of goes with like the eighties trope, but like the end song. One, it's two, a nightmare. Oh. It's a nightmare. Oh, you mean the closing credits on? Yeah. Well, even a- on top of that, like '80s <laughs> horror trope of just like we're gonna still like up oh, scared at the end. He didn't die. Like Friday, like all. Say, say just kind of in like a whisper was like, no, it's just a dream. It's just a dream. No, it's a nightmare. <laughs> like that's <laughs> the song <laughs> at the end. <laughs> you know, I do love a good theme song for uh, for a movie. I really do. Uh, if there's anything you listeners out there like about these Freddy Krueger series, let us know on social media. We're going to move on to Unverified. There's so much unverified on this movie. There's Which a lot makes sense. An iconic one like this. Yeah. We're going to do our best. Uh, Horror movies always end up having a lot, too. See if we can't find some good ones. Uh, New Line Cinema was saved from bankruptcy and uh, by the success of this film. So they called, kind of jokingly, uh, New Line Cin- Cinema the house that Freddie built. The movie cost roughly $1.8 million to make, in which they made back in their first weekend. Solid. And then since then has made you know an yeah. absurd amount. Uh, over 500 gallons of fake blood were used during the filming. No shit. I mean, so, think about that one scene. It has to be the Johnny Depp scene because, I mean. Uh, Take that, the shining. <laughs> the stupid son of a bitch. Um, no, I mean, think about it. There's two prominent deaths with blood, and then Nance, sorry, not Nancy, Tina's character gets drug all yeah, over the hospital. Blood there. It makes sense. For sure. So for the first time this past weekend, I tried a blood capsule, like just in the mouth. So as did I, it was terrible. I, I was doing like a music video shoot and we were doing like some basically check out at high wire. Yeah. I had one that was faulty. I had one that like, what did it taste like? I didn't like? know how to, I didn't it's know how to taste like drink. strawberry. It tasted like pralines and battery dick. acid and <laughs> the thought of a strawberry. It was, <laughs> it was crazy. Nice. Heather Langenkamp's boyfriend is, uh, who or her boyfriend at the time, I should say, is credited for coming up with the the Freddy Krueger nursery rhyme. There is no way he got his due. No, 
at all. Like that's so big for the movie. It's huge and iconic. It's and, it sticks with. Do you know it. why you know he didn't get his due? Because it just says her boyfriend, and not his name. Exactly. In the dream world, where mm-hmm. you hear that um, those two little girls jump roping right in front of the house they were just the real children that lived at their house uh the first time robert england uh put on the uh, infamous freddy krueger glove he cut himself which makes sense because i think those are just, were those just real knives then tomato knives actually mm, tomato <laughs> knives oh another weird just dangerous fact on that you know the scenes where they're like uh scraping and getting sparks okay. yes they just hooked the metal part of it the gloves up to a car battery so that anytime they would make contact with metal they would spark up but that seems pretty dangerous here's the thing i have like a comment i'm just gonna include it now they said they scraped whatever like knives on the underside of like a metal chair. Mm-hmm. It just didn't sound right to me the whole time. Like the metal scraping, like didn't Gee, not frightening. I enough. don't know. It wasn't frightening enough. Yeah, maybe mm-hmm. that's what it is. I don't even remember it. So you know what? Yeah, it just didn't sound accurate to me. Mark's always in the kitchen scraping his tomato knives in there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in there a lot. <laughs> uh, this is actually kind of the most interesting one. Maybe it's like where Wes Craven got the idea for the movie from. It was from what well, was a series of Los Angeles Times articles, I guess, about these Southeast Asian refugees that were having trouble sleeping and they were having terrible nightmares in their sleep. But several people were documented on just waking up suddenly and dying. But it wasn't like the cause was not a heart attack. And that like that's... I actually read through this, too. This is eerie as fuck. Look into it. What, what do they call it? It's just kind of like um... it says they 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 had not died from heart failure, but they just died from nothing. Yeah. Well, yeah, but here's what they, they call, call this there's like phenomenon. some uh, anagrams or something they call it like by uh, sudden unexpected death syndrome. If that's a thing, it is a thing. It seems like there was a couple of doctors didn't want to dot the eyes across the T's. Like I don't know, uh, it seems like they just died. It's not a heart attack. So in the original script, Freddie was supposed to be a child molester. Yeah, I w- actually I do I, I did have questions about they that. I'll get to later. They switched that though to make him a child murderer because they didn't want to be accused of exploiting a series of child molestings that were happening in California around the time of production. And probably promoting the murder thereof. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, he's an implied pervert in this, but I don't know that he's necessarily a child molester. We'll talk about it. it. sounds like Cameron wants to get deep into that topic. I don't know about deep, but I did have questions based on some just descriptions of the movie on the internet. Wes Craven did want Freddy Krueger to be the silent killer type like Michael Myers and stuff, so that's why he's more quiet in this movie. Mm, in comparison to other ones. The other ones? That makes sense. But I actually think he has a lot more personality than that. Uh, 100%. Unverified. Uh, he's he lived only a in life. the movie for like uh, under seven minutes of screen time. That's crazy. I mean, that makes kind of sense, though, because a lot of it is just like anticipation. Honestly, all that and, like, for me is a thumbs and, up. Like, the more, the, sorry, the less you show, the better. Yeah, for sure. For me. Uh, agreed. Uh, just back to like the, the look of uh, Freddy Krueger. It took uh, about three hours a day to get into the Freddy Krueger makeup. Uh, here's a alarming fact. Uh, all the boiler room scenes were shot at uh, Lincoln Heights Jail in L.A., which was condemned right after production because of uh, extremely high levels of uh, asbestos. So cool. <laughs> yeah, cool. And probably whatever the actor that played Freddy, that makeup wasn't good for him. No, probably not. That worries about you know might have caused like some sort of coverage. That though. worries me about any music video we've just like shot over the past like. Yeah, that three did cross years. my mind when I was thinking about the old building we were in this week. I have definitely like seen black mold. Um, so Wes Craven, the inspiration for Freddy Krueger's namesake was a schoolmate of his and they shared a paper out and he had bullied him for several years as a kid. Yeah, I did read so that. So he shit on his name, which is awesome. And he also did the same thing. And I think last house on the left with like Krueger for like, yeah. So Krug. he's, yeah, there was a villain in there called Krug. So he's used the Freddy Krueger namesake to get back at his childhood bully. Uh, while we're on the Krugs, the, uh, news channel that Johnny Depp was watching like right before he got killed was like KRGR. Okay. I mean, oh, Kruger. Kruger. oh, gotcha. I didn't yeah. Little, little, little uh, foreshadowing nod nice. to his death. This is kind of interesting because we did talk about how uh, how Robert England is like always just kind of synonymous known for the Freddy Krueger role but the very first scene of Freddy Krueger like I think it's where, like when he's getting the glove on and getting ready mm-hmm. is actually uh, the special effects guy because he was the only person who knew uh, how to cut like the gloves and like insert the blades and actually like put it together. That's probably why you got cut the first time. I kind of have questions about that scene. I don't know what's happening. Is that in a dream the, world? We're going we're gonna okay, to get, we'll get to the questions. Because I do actually have some the tactical word, This questions. is a quick one. The word Elm Street is never used in the movies. They use 1418 Elm Street because that's the movie they shot from. 
It just happened to be the number. Oh, uh, really? The real people that live there in Hollywood, um, the 1418 got stolen, and it's never been returned. Truth. Really? Like uh, the, the, like house the actual house number? Yeah, I'm sure that, 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 that probably happens all the time. I would hate to live... Holding off that? No. Funny enough, yes, though. Uh, the name of the Elm Street where they took it from was just because uh, uh, Wes Craven uh, went to uh, school in Wheaton, Illinois on uh, Elm Street. Really? That's yep. actually close by. I mean, I think there's an Elm Street in a lot of small towns. Which is interesting, though. I think they eventually, this is like a fact that I did write down, but they they eventually, I think, turned this into like an Ohio, like a Springfield, Ohio Elm Street. Can I hear you? But there's obviously like palm trees in the background of this movie and takes place in California. But I think in post, they ended up... That hurts the I Halloween think, vibe, I too. Think, well, I think they ended up editing a lot of those trees out and trying to cut scenes later releases to make it more of that Springfield, Ohio Can I hear you guys' context. like alternative, uh, alternative title of the movie? Kruger. Kruger. Oh, yeah. No, actually, duh. I had one the whole time. Dreamweaver. <laughs> Dreamweaver. I believe I can nice. get you in the night. Uh, prior to making this film, Amanda Weiss had never seen a horror movie, and Heather Langenkamp had only ever seen Burnt Offerings. What is I Burnt mean, Offerings? They're young. Uh, no idea. It's a movie from 1976. That's a direct quote from Internet Movie Database. This one's um, interesting. It'll call back to a movie we've done and then another classic horror movie. Uh, Nancy is shown watching Sam Raimi's The Evil Dead mm-hmm. in the, in this movie, um, and then in The Evil Dead Two, while Ash is like making his Gun, his chainsaw arm. arm. Yeah, I, actually, I read about this too. Well, Sorry, Ash is making his chainsaw arm in that shed. Freddy Krueger's like hand knife gloves are in the shed. Uh, actually, that's the original glove, I think. And then it later went on to one other production where it went missing and the original glove has never been seen again but it's rumored that Robert England's uh, manager agent agent has it oh cool also go back and listen to our episode on Evil Dead 2 just kind of looking through the IMDB of the the facts on this movie or the trivia uh, it's maybe the most I've ever seen from a movie and that's I guess a thing with like horror movies there's especially well I mean this is like also an an original movie for like a series and chain so I mean there's more lore building into like a building universe so anytime you have a universe you're gonna have a lot of lore and then especially with these horror movie directors who are auteurs yeah, they've we got have, their own. We, we have a universe built. And we have a legend director horror thing. Yeah. So there's there's always going to be a million facts. And what's fun is like sometimes you catch like uh, like a a big actor or actress that like is huge now, and you're like, oh, they're in this movie. Of course, we should point Johnny out Johnny Depp again. or like Leprechaun, like Jen or even Franz, like, like Kevin like, Bacon in, uh, on Friday the Thirteenth. Like, yeah. Lo- yeah. like a lot of huge a- exactly. stars. On that note, if you guys have any other cool facts out there, make sure you write in. There are a million, on and they're this out one. there. Yeah, I think we probably got all of them. <laughs> well, I think we, covered <laughs> we probably pretty did pretty well. Twenty-five of two thousand. Uh, we, we've been busting at the seams. So let's just get to uh, questions, comments, animosities. Questions, comments, animosities. Question: Why does every serial serial killer have a breathing problem? I mean, I guess the other people are wearing masks. I guess he was burned pretty bad. I mean, I guess in this this movie, sleep apnea. <laughs> um, I think it's because they got a bunch of latex on their face, and uh, you can't cover that up in post when you got a million dollar budget. Hold on, so they breathe heavy. So, after, okay, I wanted to ask this, like when you said the question or the statement about him being three hours in makeup. Yeah, are you guys doing that? No, no, no. I mean, is that is that fun or is that suck for whatever millions of dollars he got paid? I doubt. He, I, I mean, doubt for this role. I bet he got. It ended up paying off, shit. but me, but for like a horror yeah, movie, right, thousands. Sorry, for like yeah. the horror movie in the eighties, especially like just like this was probably going to be a one off. Uh, I mean, yeah, because what am I doing now? Yeah, we I guess, would do yeah, it. I've never but, had like we would do it. Yeah, we would all do it. Uh, question: You know when Johnny Depp has that cassette of like sound effects? Yep. What was that tape? Because then it goes to like a fight. Then it goes to like army. Was he, did he have a tape okay. of sound effects? He clearly was taping over something to get the airport noises. He explains but, it. But what was the original tape that he's taping over? It sounds like goofy sound effects, wacky noises. I don't know what the I don't know what the joke. You know, no, I know what the joke was. I don't know what the sound effects were. But that brings me up to a point I want to shout out. I love this. There's there's parent neglect in this movie, emotional <laughs> neglect. But this points out a really awesome things that we were lucky enough to experience as a kid. Yes, kids can lie now where they are and where their whereabouts are. But you always have a phone on you, so you can get in contact with them. True. When we were kids, you could if if you didn't have if you weren't by a landline, your parents couldn't get a hold of you. You're gone. You didn't off know the where grid. you would go. Nothing pissed my parents off more than. Uh, not being by, not being where not you being said you were for, uh, supposed to be. 
Yeah. Of course. Sometimes I'd be at my house and you get a call from somebody's parents like, you see my kid? It's like, no. Oh, yeah. That would happen kid. more often than not. Just yeah, that like, happen yeah. all the time. They're just like, I don't know where my kid is. And now i got to call 10 houses. <laughs> I like that the parents are also kind of affected. Like, if you notice, all the parents are kind of like separated or just having other weird drinking issues. And Well, they murdered a person. Right. Whether it's justice or not or vengeance. How many people were in on the murder? I don't know. I mean, her parents seem very involved because they kept the hand claw, which I'm curious how they got that out of the fire because it seems pretty. I'm more than you curious. have to assume like the other kids' parents were like sort of involved too, like they're just so neighbors, just like, or is it just, just because of Nancy? Is it just like, hey, and all your friends? Because fuck you, Nancy. But it she, it didn't come after Nancy first. It came after no, Tina. I think I think you came like, after all of her friends. You're right. So that's what that's I'm what actually a little you guys confused. Haven't of. seen the second or third ones. I'm not. Do they explain it? Because if they do, I'm sorry. You know, I'm explaining this as a one off though, because they never would have. They, I don't think they thought it was going to be. A series. In this movie, I do have a question about how Freddy. It seems like Nancy's parents are the ones who know the most because she explained the situation right. and they kept a trophy. But yeah, and that, and she kept Freddy's claws in their furnace. I don't know how they're still there. Why'd she hide it in the <laughs> she's furnace? Like a cat, like bringing Again, like a mouse head. I mean, back, she's an alcoholic. She has a lot of. She has a lot of. Let's defend her. It seems like a lot's going on there. But yeah. uh, anyway, how Freddie goes after Tina first? Mm-hmm. But it seems like his end goal is Nancy. Yeah, it seems that way. Because other people fall asleep and they they had nightmares, but it it seems like he only wanted. to... Robert attack De- Nancy. Yeah, like even uh, Johnny Depp. Like he didn't really go after him initially. I mean, he was actually very. All unaffected. three of the main four kids had the same nightmare, which yeah. was interesting. Uh, animosity. I don't care if it's a scary movie or a regular movie. Never follow a voice calling your name, especially if it's whispering. Because like if Mark's, like, if I hear a "Hey Cameron," I might follow that. But if I hear a "Cameron," I'm not gonna go after that. That sounds kind of sexy, though. Say it again, Cameron. Yeah, that's hot. Cameron. Yeah, I'm if, unless it's like a. <laughs> Hey, Cameron, I'm not going to go after that noise. Here, here's my take. If you're trying to kill me, just be like, hey, Cameron, over here. And I'll. Sure, mm-hmm. follow the voice, follow the voice, follow the voice. That's fine. But, like, with that, you're going to put on a shirt. You're not, you're not going to put underwear on? Well, uh, actually, Nancy? I think I, I think I, it's Tina. I think I actually have an answer to that, though. Sometimes it's kind of. I, th- I think sometimes people do act a little strangely because technically they are in, like, a dream at that point and they're in Freddy's nightmare. So I think sometimes there are some weird things. Like, she's wandering I around the house. I did not read this, but I, I had a question just in case you noticed. Is there anything that triggers off to the viewer or the, uh, the characters that they're in the dream world? Is there, like, a difference in the color scheme or anything like that? I mean, you can obviously tell because, you know, there's a little fog and whatever. But mm-hmm. I was actually trying to look out for that in the movie, but I couldn't really tell. It's just sometimes you just kind of drifted in. I didn't I didn't capture it or not. Also, the timeline confuses me a little bit. It seems like this goes on for maybe, like, a month. I'm not exactly sure. Seems like a pretty quick, I don't know, maybe a couple weeks. Cause like, a couple weeks. Yeah, I don't know, maybe, like, two weeks max. Uh Qu- question I've got a, I, as you're getting killed I would have said that, within, within a week yeah maybe like okay. yeah, I didn't know I, I I had heard something later on in the movie I think um, her hospitalization is like the longest period probably and she's gone a couple days well day. what's his name uh, um, there's a funeral I guess in that time and some funeral. stuff maybe we skip a few days a couple weeks alright anyway the, I guess it's not important really how long the time period is question as you're getting killed shouldn't that be probably enough to wake you up like I've woken up from dreams from something minorly scary so I imagine as I'm feeling a stab to the stomach is it too just too late by that point well it's odd that they can wake themselves up by burning their arm or mm-hmm. whatever but you can get cut maybe if it's Freddy contact a little different it's like- a little different I don't know the rules I mean, he gets dragged. I mean, that can't be because he gets dragged into, you know, the world. Yeah, I don't know. Just, um, one aspect I really liked, it wasn't my favorite aspect, but um, it feels like an homage to Psycho. Mm-hmm. Um, Tina seems like she's the main character in the start of the movie. Oh, I, I was going to say something about off. that. It, yeah. it feels like, I mean, the, it, Psycho's the biggest example. I assume that's the, maybe one of the first times. Kind of does happened. the same thing in Scream with Drew Barrymore. the exact same thing. Yeah, I, 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 I did like that a lot as well, and it did seem kind of like a wink. To me, because again, I've never seen this movie before, so I just assumed that Tina was our main character. Uh, question, maybe just just comment. How do you guys feel? Freddie's tongue stuff. Are we for it or against it? I think you know I'm for it. I'm for it. It's funny. Freddie's got a lot of tongue stuff. I love the campiness. Like actually, if I could give my actually, we have a campiest moment, so I'm going to save it. But uh, the I love how campy Freddy Krueger is. It's awesome. Again, I said this is my favorite aspect. He's then you're going to love the other two movies because I mean this is like least <laughs> oh movie. yeah they get, I know. I mean, he might rap in one of them, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm not even kidding when I say that. I'm, I'm pretty sure he raps somewhere in death. Freddy Krueger does a, like a, a windmill. 
on like a piece of cardboard. Does he really? No, I don't uh, know. It would not surprise me. Again, that's why I think I put this one off so long. The ending we'll talk about sometime. I do have questions. Uh, you know the scene where she's screaming in school after like uh, her after Tina dies? She has her mm-hmm. first uh, nightmare freakout sequence. Uh, if I have one major embarrassing Nancy. moment like that in school, like Nancy does, uh, I'm changing. I'm changing schools. I can't handle that. I'm never coming back. Oh yeah, but you can't change schools. They're uh, also calling. <laughs> she's just like, oh, I'm just gonna go. Like, no, they're calling your mom right away. <laughs> um, I like how Johnny Depp's like, hey, I heard you freaked out in class today, you weirdo. Here's a cheeseburger. <laughs> they treat the situation. Let's assume the parents don't think that Freddy Krueger is a ghost. Murdering in Dream World. They almost but are. they know that they murdered Freddy Krueger. The parents did. Oh, 100%. They're pretty flippant about Nancy's situation, and I like it. It almost is like an exact wink to the Simpsons being like, well, like we didn't kill like uh, like <laughs> groundskeeper William. Like We didn't say you did kind of thing. I mean, Nancy's dad, the police sergeant or whatever, he's like, why is she even in school? I'm like, yeah, why? Yeah. Why? Like, give her a day off. But Nancy did defend she did want to go to school. She's like, I'll just be thinking about it at home. Anyway, um, <laughs> there was a funny uh, line from Tina's mom. Mm-hmm. Tina woke up with the, her. Oh, I do like that one a lot. <laughs> She's like, either cut your fingernails or don't dream like that anymore. She's got to cut those fingernails or stop dreaming. One or the other. <laughs> <laughs> uh, parenting. <laughs> it was the good old days. Okay, I have a pretty big question kind of an animosity what her mom is telling nancy like the story freddy krueger we killed him how blase she just says like he killed like 20 kids or something we were so upset 20 kids is a lot that's like world record serial killer numbers like how has nancy not heard of it's this? in my notes everybody would have heard and of then him. just like somehow he got off yeah like i like i was like yeah the lawyer someone forgot to cross a t or dot an i and he got away with all those 20 the kid lawyers, murders. wrong the lawyers got fatter wrong. and the judge got famous but somebody. <laughs> Didn't, search didn't fill out a search yeah. warrant. Uh, yeah, I think they could have gotten around that and been like, oh, well, no, there's a bunch of other evidence. He did it. Also, Freddie, why would you go back to your mur- murder boiler room? Yeah, get some cooler. Di- Seems I mean, like a real, what, however you feel about it, OJ move. I mean, this, whatever murder haunting this is. It seems- catch me if you can. You <laughs> sometimes can't help yourself. No, I'm not. You're right. He's probably actually murdering another kid. He's like, what's well, kind of what I do? This yeah, is where 20, I do it. 20 is a lot of kids. That's an absurd amount. Um, so do I agree with the parents? Yes. Yeah. Got I guess. I don't know. Um, Rod's death, right? He kind of gets like ghost Freddy strangled by the bed sheets and hangs yeah. himself. Uh, you got to give him CPR. You just got to. You got to try gotta, something. You got to save Rod's life. See, he's only inches from death. I hear you there, but it was the 80s and he's dead. Yeah, and they were like two days away from just doing that to him anyway, you know? They did not seem to like that punk rocker kid in, in town. In fact, I think it was one of these. No more paperwork. Look yeah. at the shade of his lips. I mean, it's he's gone. Okay, I have a question, and this is some Christopher Nolan Inception. Is it a dream? Is it not a question for you? When Glenn gets sucked into the bedroom and Freddy Krueger calls Nancy, she's awake for that. So, like, at that moment, he has power in the real world. Like, that's the only time in the movie. No, I think she's asleep that she's whole time as well. No, because she get No, no she's not. Because the whole time she's talking to her parents, trying to wake them up, trying to get over there, she calls the other parents, like, right before it happens. Oh, he's doing the, yeah, he's doing the Inception thing. He's asleep. She's not. But yeah, then he, Freddy oh, Krueger yeah. still calls Nancy. That's the only time in this movie. I'm not sure. I kind of can't remember because it's been a while good since I've seen you. the other ones. I, honestly, good for you for catching. Well, and I'm also. Well, I was kind of also I curious. I think there might be one like, like a continuity error than whether or not. Or is he just a little more power? I mean, at the end, he doesn't die though. I mean, so maybe he just is that powerful. Yeah. No, it's more of a, that's he, continuity. He, he can get continuity error more than anything that. Okay. She he should have called her in his dream. I do have a question about Nancy's belief in Glenn. It's kind of a fool me once type sitch. Yeah. Maybe. And I know she's under high stress and she's not sleeping, but maybe get another backup. It seems like Glenn's not going to stay. Seems like he falls asleep pretty easy. Well, her mom seems like he's literally falling asleep when she asks him. It's like, can you stay up? Well, her mom's an alcoholic. Her dad's not there. Tina's dead. And so is Rod. Go outside the box. I don't know. But Glenn is obviously not going to stay up. (laughs) This is before Craigslist so we can just find people to watch me sleep for money. So she can't just hire out. You're right. It was only Glenn. That was her only. And Glenn doesn't seem worried about anything. No, no. To his detriment. He dies. (laughs) Glenn is a sleepy fuck. But he went out. 
But the way to, I think we all want to go to out. To his credit, though, it seems like he didn't run getting sucked into a bed than uh, just getting torn into a bloodbath. No, TV on the chest. Oh, yeah, okay, I guess kind of. Music in the ears. Move, by the way. And then it's all of a sudden, chest, he's like... And then being woken he to pull no, the fucking TV no. onto, like on his crotch. I assume that is a battery-operated TV back in the day they had Couldn't those. Have been corded. Um, that's running hot. Oh, it's got to be warm. That's burning a hole through your... I mean, if Freddie didn't get him, he probably got there and he's like, I guess he's already dead. Imagine waking up at 4 a.m. just still just hot. <laughs> oh, my God. I have a million times, and it's always it, like the Shaun of the me? Dead DVD menu or something else terrifying around this that's time That's true. Year. We just were lucky to grow up to where we didn't have to burn a hole through our stomach with our TV. <laughs> Good old days. I have a question, more of an animosity, I guess. True. Okay, so you know when Nancy's setting the uh, Home Alone traps throughout the house really quick? She learned that self-defense? I did get really big Home Alone vibes. I did make a note to say, this is how Home Alone would really play out. I, I thought the thing, same even, thing in my brain. I'm like, fuck, well, no, I should really be getting a Nightmare on Elm Street vibes. When I watch Home Alone, I'd never seen. I'd never seen. You know it what before. I mean? Like, well, she's even like doing like a, a do Ke- Kevin McAllister being like, "Freddie, I'm going downstairs," kind of yeah. stuff. Like, it, it feels so Home Aloney. But my question like, is it's the same way of being uh, like, which came first? Yeah, yeah. We should be giving credit to Nightmare on Elm Street. Or like, oh, okay, touche. Yeah. Well, the animosity with it is she tells her dad to come over in 20 minutes, but she's setting a bunch of death traps around the house that he didn't know about. Um, she was, thinking, she was true, yeah. She was upstairs too. Like, like I was thinking the same thing. One of those lieutenants is just gonna get smacked in the <laughs> yeah, balls honestly, by a hammer. It'd been a it'd been a few years since I saw this. I was trying to remember. Like, did she accidentally kill her dad with like an axe or something? I can't remember. If I were to compare, who's our more deadly? Hers, Nancy's, mm-hmm. or Kevin McAllister from Home Alone? I gotta go with Kevin. It's totally Kevin. She has like just a little light bulb that flashes, yeah. and then like, a sledgehammer falls. I mean, she eventually does burn him to death again. Which <laughs> kudos to Freddie for just not giving up. But she doesn't even. He put out. He doesn't even. That doesn't do anything. No, but she sets him on fire. That's true. I mean, that. Yeah, I mean, you know, that is actually pretty. We're nice. digressing. We're not explaining. We're just rambling. Um, if you, you're the dad, are you going to check in twenty minutes? Or are you doing the same thing? Like, whatever? if I'm me, maybe. If I'm that dad, never. If I'm that dad, never. If I'm me, I'm probably taking time off to see what's up with my daughter. That's real disturbed right now. And I am a murderer, and she seems like she's solving that First slowly. First of all, it's the 80s, and you're not checking up on your kid ever. True. Second of all, he's divorced. I'm surprised he even sees her. <laughs> I mean, I think legally in the 80s, that's not his problem anymore. I, here's what's most annoying about the parents, right? That Where's her mom during all this Freddy Krueger chase at the end until all of a sudden she's just on fire and then getting sucked into a bed? Well, actually, that brings up what's going on with the mom. I, she's, she's passed out drunk. Right. So that's why she's not hearing anything. Okay. And that brings me up to she she's taking essentially caffeine pills or or what what do they call it now? Uh those just Adderall. don't exist. Whatever it is. Like Coke she's, or Adderall. We I would think one, she should be doing Coke, right? Get your hands on some it's cream, the 80s. Stay up longer, it's rampant. She was up for seven days, apparently at that time. But here the me out. was eleven. Is it any time and these are maybe questions that are answered later, anytime you fall asleep you're in that world or do you have to be dreaming? Because if you have, have, to, to, be, be have dreaming, to be dreaming, I believe. Dreaming. Oh, well then here's the argument. Just get blackout drunk every night for the rest of your life. <laughs> You'll never have a dream again. You know what? Maybe that's actually why Freddie's going after the kid. He's been trying to get the mom for years. God she damn took it. Mom. I want to kill that mom. Yeah, but she, she's blackout drunk every night. Damn it. Oh, what's his mom's name? <laughs> Mrs. Thompson. He's just shaking her. It's like, God come on. Ah, oh, fuck. <sighs> <laughs> In fact, I went over to Tina's mom. She's blackout drunk. Fuck. Sergeant Thompson's really? blackout drunk. Okay, I have a question. Like, why, after they, she like takes the hat at the hospital, Nancy, after she pulls the hat off Freddy Krueger, why aren't her parents taking her serious at that point? She's already been talking about Freddy Krueger. She's been describing right. him. Like, How is that not enough proof there? Plus three people have been murdered. And I mean, I've, the violently day, bloody yeah, Kruger like murder. I just love how aloof like the dad is. They're like, too aloof. Yeah, it's a little bit too much. And like they they're the ones who told us about Freddy Krueger. Yeah. And when she mentions it, like when Nancy first mentions it after the funeral, they look at each other like this is her parents. This oh, is Freddy Krueger. I guess like the first <laughs> movie is the only the movie they cred. Um him as Fred Krueger, not Freddy Krueger. I like that they leave it up to Mm. you whether or not he's a uh, molester or not, because if they put it in the story, it's like, oh, now we got to deal with that. Well, that actually was my question, because when I read the initial description of the movie, just like on like the poster on Amazon when I rented this, it said, uh, parents kill a local child molester and his ghost comes back seeking revenge. I think that was the original 
Well, yeah, but I mean, then I, I think then I, was... well, then I, it's weird. It's interesting though that they still kept that concept, and I think they maybe did that for the remake, and maybe some of the later ones like lean back into that. Uh, the 2010 but, one is definitely he's like a child. That, yeah, maybe that makes oh, they, okay. maybe that makes more sense than, or maybe I saw the wrong poster. Um, I do have a question about the ending and how to interpret it. Yes. Um, is she dead the whole time, Nancy? I know she's in the sequels or the actress. That is a good question. Do you think she actually? But if I'm it taking it from this movie, I get the vibe that. She may have died because she's hanging out with her friends. And they're just like in hell all of a sudden kind of thing? Yeah, or something. Yeah, that is a question. Mm. You know, because you have the fog. You have the fog. Those kids are obviously creepy dreamland you hell. You got to watch the second one then, I guess. Okay, but let's say that that doesn't exist and it's just this one. I get the vibe that she died. I was thinking more that like she did solve everything, but she didn't get rid of Freddy. She's like, oh, I did kind of bring my friends well, back. but So she brought her fr- They're telling me that her friends are alive and everything's fine. Maybe, yeah. That's what they're telling me? She, Those friends did not you die? You have no power over me. She does that whole, whole thing. Inception dream thing. Like, is this just a dream again? Like, Well, that's... Okay, so we all obviously were... We had Inception thoughts in this movie. Sure, right. Christopher Nolan's Inceptions. Could she dream a little bit bigger... To quote Inception. Well, Could I'm pretty have... sure this is just a Rick and Morty episode where they go after <laughs> Scary Terry. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, she could have. And maybe in these later ones, you can dream weapons or what have you or really take it to them. But I just thought that her plan of just grabbing him back was dumb. You know, that after the hat, it makes sense. Yeah, the hat. Okay. After she accidentally so brings did. the hat, it makes sense. She needed, like... She Someone needed way more reliable. Well, like, yeah, that's she, all she needed. Well, she, need, de- she needed Glenn with know. the baseball bat is what she needed. Everyone thought she was crazy. That though, that's the thing. Like, it's cold cock a term we can still use. It feels think, wrong when I heard it. Cold cock. Haven't heard it for years. I feel like I heard it all the time as a kid. Yeah, Had not heard enough. that in years. Haven't heard it for years. Love the term. Good term. Miss it. Miss it. Oh, so you guys have for question comments? Um... The ending was a little confusing to yeah, me. Yeah, the ending's kind of like it. the actual biggest question for me, probably, I guess. I yeah. did read how um, the producers um, and then Wes Craven had different ideas of how they wanted to end it. Wes Craven wanted it to be that... He wanted um, it to be like a happy ending, right? Yeah, essentially that that um, Nancy figured out how to beat him, right? Mm-hmm. So he wanted that ending. But then the producers are like, well, we want sequels. Yeah, that makes so sense. So they kind of met in the middle, and I hear neither of them are happy with it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I think the producers wanted to show she Freddy Krueger again. She gets sucked in a fucking window, and they're like, well, uh, so green and red Her mom is gone. comes off the, the Nancy's convertible. Gone. Nancy's mom is dead then, right? Yeah, maybe she's the only real true death of the movie. Well, okay. At least from where it leaves off for us. And then, yes, the top yeah. is the Freddy Krueger. I just was conf- I, I thought they were all dead. There's no way that they come back to life. Anyway, so you there's know, no wrong. There's no movies, but I'm just telling you as a I first time viewer. I think they're stuck in this dreamland. Well, just this uh, waking. Yeah, just dreamland. It's kind of this. Uh, what do you she call it? she never should have pulled him into the real world, man. Yeah, they're like in purgatory. Yeah, I don't they're think... in this like purgatory of just like having to deal with Krug. Right. Okay, cool. Uh, let's move on to recasting. Uh, let's start with uh, Rod. He's like the bad boy punk rocker in this movie. Okay, Rod, 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 Rod. I kept it within a scary movie thing, and I just took uh, Kevin Bacon out of Friday the 13th and stuck him in here. He's like the young bad boy. Um, I went to, I believe Rod was based off of, this is my opinion, mm-hmm. no facts. It seems like he's playing Kanicki from Grease Lightning. Almost identically. Oh, so okay. I just went with Jeff Conaway. Is that Kanicki from Grease Lightning. Lightning? Love that. It's but, just Grease, by the way. <laughs> Grease Lightning right, is like the right. car in the song. Me, musical right. family. Right. I, just need, I just need you to know that. So I went with uh, John, uh, I went with Jeff Conway, but I also wanted him to play um, as a 34 year old in 1984. <laughs> cool. For my rod, I went Key for Sutherland. Ooh, Ooh bad that's boy. Good. I'm guessing, bad boy. I'm guessing you're that's going. Good. I'm guessing you're going Lost Boys. Lost Boys. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Cool. Of course. Is he a vampire in this situation? He might he's, be. He's a vampire, um, Marcus. Do you know what's weird? On. I was about to say no. You got to go stand by me, but I'm like too evil. Mm, yeah. Too fucking evil. But same vibes. Sure, but Snake actually would. I would not believe Snake did not murder them. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Whereas that vampire, I'm like, <laughs> That's oh. fair. You know. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, let's do the mom and dad now. 
Uh, I for the dad I did Dan uh, Hedea. He's the dad from Night of the Roxbury. I got gotcha. you. You may he also plays like, I need a picture. He also actually. plays like a general a lot of the shit. time. Okay. okay, he has a bit of a New Yorker accent or some sort of. Northeast. I could see him being like a cop though. Like, and then for the mom, I believe he's the bad manager of the Chicago Cubs and rookie of the year. Also true. Uh, for the mom, I did uh, Jillian Anderson. She's she's the the woman from X Files. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Got it. Uh, for the dad, I did Sean Penn. I don't know. And the mom, Beverly D'Angelo. Yeah, he could do it. Almost thought about Beverly D'Angelo. But I actually like that. I, 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 that I, one's a cop-out. Like that, that's, an easy, that's an easy She's pull. kind of our go-to 80s one, but that, that works for me in this one. I like um, it. For the dad, for the cop, for a divorcee, burnt-out, murdering, vengeance cop, I went Ed Harris. Oh, okay. He's gruff. Love it. I like that. Um, you're, you're not going to know the daughter or the, the mom by name. I went with Ava or Eva Amore. She's Susan Sarandon's daughter. Oh. That's her. You may have seen her from stuff. She's in Californications, whatever. It was a looks like okay. thing. I like that. Uh, who'd you have for Glenn? Yeah. I did a young Rob Lowe. Jinx. Jinx? That <laughs> yeah, works getting a pretty boy there. Pound it. Found it. I got someone for you. Jordan again has awesome. I can top that. I got a young heart. I got a young heartthrob who's a better can actor. I, can I say it? Yeah. Did you do Tom Cruise? No, I did Robert Downey Jr. Oh, yeah. All those are good. Yeah. I do have a question. So, in this movie, Johnny Depp plays Glenn. Obviously, we know he became an A-list celebrity and really good actor, and mm-hmm. now just crazy person. He does not jump off the screen to me in this movie. That could just be the part. He's uh. It did not seem like if I was to pick anybody from this movie, I wouldn't say he was oh, the they're going to be famous. Although I will say, if you look at the acting out of this, I mean, as far as the kid actors go, he's he bad. might be the best. Yeah, I think the woman who plays Nancy is awful. Yeah, she seems pretty. I think she's, she's bad at the time. I, I don't think it's just the there, movie's bad. There are moments I think where she's, she's good, bad. and then moments where it it's it, yeah, it's really bad. <laughs> she is only good when she's burnt out and deranged towards the end. But the normal talking as classmates. I get that. It's a little weird. That's who I recast it for. Uh, Who do you guys have as Tina? Yeah, let's go on to Tina. I did Molly Ringwald. Nice. I I dig it. Molly Ringwald, redhead from 16 Candles. 16 Candles, Breakfast Club. I was originally going to do Emma Roberts, just kind of as like the younger, attractive, like popular girl. Instead, I did Allison Sudol. She was in Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. She was the blonde sister who was like good at cooking and a psychic. Gotcha. I don't know. I just, I've never used her before. Just I copped out, but I went um, Drew Barrymore because of Scream. I was going to do that, but I didn't. Because it's, lo- of- it's lazy. It's that's not good, good, but that's what I did. I didn't what want about, to because um, of that, but. Saved by the Bell, Kelly Kapowski, fuck, what's her name? Um, Tiffany something. Tiffany Thiessen. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I like that. We were, we oh, did, I did a comment I missed. I saw Nancy. All, we've got Nancy coming up, but um, if we're talking Saved by this bell, I couldn't see all what all of these what I believe to be um, caffeine pills and not think, I'm so excited. Uh, I was thinking that too. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm so scared. I know. I know. That also crossed my mind. I mean, how could it not? Uh, okay, for uh, for Nancy, if you don't watch Cobra Kai, you might not know this one, but it's Mary Mauser. She plays uh, the Karate Kid's daughter. She plays... Um, oh. I forget her actual I'm name. four of the show. episodes in, and I might... I don't know where I'm going to go. That's a weird you, pull. You know what the daughter looks but like, like, though, it. right? Yeah. It's a looks-alike thing. She, she it's, a, it's a lot of a looks-alike thing. I did just an 80s Jennifer Grey. Nice. Can't go wrong. Jennifer Grey... Dance, dirty dancing. Dirty dancing. I did Bueller's. think about that, mm-hmm. honestly. Um, I I just picked about the worst. Act. I think unverified. She may have been up for. Oh yeah, do we? We'll, no, we'll, we'll go through our full. We'll cast. go through we'll ours. And we'll say. Um, I went Denise Richards because I just thought of the worst actress I know. <laughs> okay, uh, and Denise uh, Denise Richards. She's not as bad as Denise Richards. Awful. You you took the movie down <laughs> a step. What if the fuck? Come on, guys. We're what? not we're not it. We're not a hate Denise Richards podcast, are we? No. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But- I, I can't. I can't say no after that. Um, she's bad in everything. Who do you guys have as Freddy Krueger? I have um, Andy Dick. And my se- <laughs> and my close and my close number two is Jesus. Nicolas Cage. I didn't. I didn't think about it just because. 
I honestly forgot about it until I was going. I was talking before with Mark and be like, "Oh shit, I didn't." So do it. I'll just take out of the two you said. Mm-hmm. I like Nicolas Cage better. Okay. As much as I love the dick, way more tongue. Maybe with him. four more bits. Ab- imagine Andy Dick <laughs> with the long arms running down the alley. <laughs> I'd love. It would to- be so much like him for the fourth or fifth one. Oh, Perfect. Great. <laughs> I would like to see him like jump on the mom on fire and see how he handles it <laughs> oh, which is oh, a trickle down oh. i love that, that it a... just looks so funny you know what actually trickle down question what happens to the mom exactly she gets turned into a skeleton sucked into a bed her death's a question but we're past this i guess she comes back and gets sucked out a window she got the worst because nancy figures it out getting sucked through a window i imagine isn't fun yeah, you get nicked up. You get nicked. Get yeah, like scrapes. Getting real, getting Stuck real scraped up, real nicked up. Getting nicked. Uh, I had Tommy Lee Jones. Okay, so you're going to Two Face in that situation. Skin exactly. Kind of looks like it. Great He's also, voice too. Actually, that could honestly work because he is a stern, scary. Stiff, though. It would be scarier. Stiffer. Yeah, it wouldn't be as kooky. Because I also did just read a Buzznet thing how Jim Carrey That's and Tommy Lee coming. Jones did not get along on the set of Batman Forever. Well then, maybe if he's, I were to he's, blame he's one more close-ups acting, and then like you still got the. Got the I would like to see, yeah, the, I would like double. to see the long arms going down the uh, alley with Tommy Lee Jones. Um, I don't, I don't have a good one. I didn't think about it. It just, it seemed like the tough one to recast. No problem. Uh, this one had a lot of casting what ifs this week. Uh, do you want to start with the uh, Nancy character, or do you want to start with the Glenn character? Let's do Glenn since he's a secondary. Uh, people up for the role were Charlie Sheen, John Cusack. Brad Pitt, Kiefer Sutherland, Mark called some, or that you had that for the other guy. No, but oh, really? It's still he an option. For, he was for who? Glenn? He, Glenn, but still oh, up wow. there. Nicholas Cage, he's not, he would have been the other guy. You had it better. Nicholas Cage, Thomas E. Howell, and Ralph Macchio, and Darren Dalton. How do you feel about these, though, when you hear these lists? Did I mean, they any, all read for the part, or. I'm sure these was were, it just a young acting part and they were all Well, it's going to be like this for any movie. These are all a bunch of hopefuls that the director yeah. and casting probably want. They reached out to everybody. They got I mean, I'm sure these are differing levels of interest, but and I'm sure these think, were like, all horror movies are like that sought after for like I mean, maybe Well, these the are game. also like 80 This is young in everyone's career though. So this would I mean. like, so yeah. yeah. You're not going to get like huge names for these type of movies. Well, funny enough, everyone they like a lot of they, they turn into yeah, big, they, they turn, turn into right. huge stars. But what I'm saying is did they actually read or can you just Attach any young star. I, for, I think I forget which one. It was Charlie Sheen was really attached to it, but he wanted too much money and they couldn't afford him. So he was actually attached to it for a little while. I did read that. I at one did point. think about this. Though. And I think John Cusack was something similar that he showed interest, but it cost too much. After you read that list, man, Johnny Depp should have been in The Outsiders. Yeah, probably. I was, what would a name like that make this movie? Any different? No, it's the same because we already have Johnny Depp. We already did it. Okay, so what would a, a at bigger, the time it would have been what would a bigger female name make this like a Drew Barrymore? Like, I mean, what, at the time it would have been would better, that make better this more iconic, like even than it is. I feel like anytime you have a big horror or a big name attached to like I don't know an independent small or like in a a new conceptual idea, it sometimes takes away from it. So especially with like a younger cast, it's, I feel like it's always good to get unknowns just because. You don't have any prior connections to it. You, it. It can be as long as they're good actors. It's more believable. Sure. Yeah, it helps for unknowns because you don't have attached baggage to their name. Uh, the people that they could have had for Nancy instead. This is another big one. Uh, Jennifer Gray, Demi Moore, Courtney add Cox, them, add Jennifer Gray. Yeah, you, you actually hit two this week. Uh, Tracy Gold and Claudia Wells. I like Demi Moore actually out of that list. That could be cool. Oh, I did think about this if I wanted a little bit more talented. Mm-hmm. Um, Jennifer Connelly. I actually Jennifer Connelly was up for uh, like an option for me, but I, I didn't thought know. about it. That's actually who I'd probably want to see. Let's move on to some of our Halloween categories this week. Let's move on to best death. Best death. Best death. death. Uh, I mean, we were questioning if any of these deaths are real in the end. Oh, okay. Again, it all could be a dream. It's got a little Inception has a little this feel. But with that aside, we're but just, let's assume everything we saw happened. <laughs> Thank you. We're, Thank you. We're just gonna assume they all died initially. Okay, I I mean the bed pull with Johnny Depp is like a synonymous one, but I'm actually gonna throw in my vote first for Tina at the beginning with the ceiling one. That's actually kind of the most frightening. You're just seeing it happening, he's helpless. Oh, hold on. My favorite death is the uh the iconic the blood the blood the blood Johnny Depp pulling. I mean that has a cool special effect to it. So I had seen Johnny Depp's death in clip shows of other things before. So I kind of knew that going in. So for that reason, Tina's death shocked me. And visually, it was really surprising and cool. 
Yeah, I, th- I just think that so one's that's the most my favorite visu- death. The, the most visual, you most know? rewarding death was uh, Mrs. Thompson. That that, that <laughs> she one, had it coming. That drunk deserved it. And I think we can all agree that I don't Rod's, think she died, but it, would, it was nice to see her get sucked through a window too. And sadly, Rod's, Rod's death is pretty forgettable. Nobody gives a shit about Rod's death. No, that one's pretty unfortunate. You know how they could have switched it? Still get strangled, but then have seven just a little bit of, of CPR. Blood. That's all they needed. Like, just, God damn, Rod did not need to die. <laughs> Ugh. Uh, let's move on to Scariest Moment. All right, what do you think the scariest you moment is? You guys aren't going to agree movie? with mine. I don't care, but okay. this, this really is frightening. It's the, um, the first, when Nancy goes back to school and she has her in study room dream the dream sequence that dream sequence is scary when tina that's actually my the scariest moment i was gonna say too when tina's in the body bag and she's like nancy nancy and then after and there, there's the kid there, there's arm. kid in the front of class too who's like just reading like something oh, and yeah. like with like lost in a dream kind it's of thing. tina's death you think that's the scariest it's yeah, the most surprising yeah. for sure the whole like when you first are introduced to fred freddy krueger and he's like chasing like that's fucking frightening it is it's, frightening. It's Tina's death. I agree. It is at night. I have a high contender with uh, with Jordan, like the first dream sequence, with, like Tina getting dragged around. But uh, hear me out with this, though. Trickle also, down. Hold I up, did... though. Also, the ceiling stuff or the wall stuff with Freddy Krueger stretching through. That actually is a pretty, like, as far as, like, I don't know, kind of just like a mind fuck is a scary visualization. There is one jump scare in this movie. This There, there were a couple jump scares, but which one were you going to say? The one that got me was the mirror one, obviously. Okay, I, I knew that one was coming. There's one where he just pops out of a bush at one point where he's like, I'm here, kind of thing that actually kind of just this got one, me this I time. I didn't like, get jump scared by this one for some reason. That was that was the only one I did. No, none it. of these are too actually poppy out The mirror one's probably the more surprising one. I just, I just knew it was coming. Um, this is a trickle-down comment about right before Tina's death when her and Rod are going at it. Real loud sex. Yeah, on too both their loud. part. Yeah, they're too loud. Yeah, is Rod not in high school? Is he out of school? He's, uh, I don't know, dude. I'm I'm pretty into loud sex lately. He's definitely. <laughs> old. Can you can camera can contest that? It's like, yep, that's true. <laughs> yep, he loves it. Just self love, but loud. Like a little bit idle hands. The situation on in there, but um, either, okay. To go back into scariest moments, anytime Tina's in the body bag, it's kind of creepy. Yeah, I I agree. Any of the whispering quiet dreams sequences are really freaky in my mind. The kid stuff's a little creepy too. I was actually gonna say anyone about the jumping rope skit, like the slow motion kid jumping rope creepy. Jumping rope, I don't that like sense, it at all. I mean, you hadn't seen the movies, but you you've heard that before, right? The one, two, Freddy's yeah. Comfy. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, but I it's still creepy. Uh, let's move on to campiest moments. <laughs> Campiest moments. All right, campiest moments. I've got one thing for you. Huh. <laughs> hey, I'm your boyfriend now, Jordan. <laughs> uh, that tongue one has to be the number one. Yeah. I mean, number two, probably close contenders, the arm thing, just because it kind of looks funny. The, the way he runs after her down the alley at one Hated point. that. They didn't need to do that. Yeah. It's, it didn't, it also didn't thing. look good. No. It, it looked bad. Yeah. The silhouette is great. If he would have just been coming down without the extended arm. The way he's running yeah. is so silly, though. It's hard to take that seriously. At that moment, it almost feels like no a, that's uh, cre- the what i think that's creepy yeah aside for the the long arms it went into almost um early tim burton okay like gimmicky yeah is what it was i mean so it's, it was a stop motion it's kind of like uh beetlejuice which i guess beetlejuice was a little like hey, this, that is very beetlejuice since i think it came out Wes craven later. really trendsetter really ahead of this time um yeah it's the phone with the tongue and the tongue and the tongue uh Wes, they they watch that. Uh, people react uh, in the uh, theaters, uh, and they're like, "We're gonna go with that a lot more. <laughs> we need a little more tongue action." That's what we're doing. Um, kind of like the, the, the Mark kind of said it, but like the hood coming over the car at the end. This is just kind of more just honorable mm. bench, honorable mention campy campies now. But like, and her getting sucked in, that whole thing kind of looks funny. I'm trying to think of just other honorable mention campiness. The blood borderlines camp, but it's not. But nah, it's so I, close. Five hundred gallons. It's so close to campy. Okay, here's how it would be campy. If after the blood is done, just one more splash comes at you. Oh. So uh, Dracula didn't loving it, you're telling me. Yeah, that, yeah that, that's the difference. Oh, it's, it, we don't have a category for this, but when Freddy... This is a gross moment. It really did, did gross me out. 
when he's messing with Nancy and he cuts open oh, his ribs. Yeah, that's weird. I didn't like that. Hey, that hey, gross. look what I can do. Hey, look Holy over here. See those maggots? I do like the green blood and he's fucking with her. That's kind of funny, but yeah, it's fun. When the he cuts his stuff? hand off at the beginning, that that part was cool. Hey, look what yeah. I can do. Hey, Nancy, Nancy, <laughs> Nancy, Nancy, look. Right here, Nancy. No, no, no quick, just, just real quick, real quick. <laughs> real quick. Nancy, right here. Nancy, Nancy. right here. <laughs> Has there been a robot chicken where uh, Kevin Cal- McAllister's tricking Freddy Krueger? I think actually has. I assume I there think has, actually has been, been but... something. These movies have a ton of camp in it, so if we missed a favorite one out of this movie... But sure it's, you... again, it's not as bad. No, it's, 100%. It's, it's the right amount still. No, I know. But Whereas it... I think the later ones, it's like... Eh. Yeah, they definitely did. But if we missed your favorite campy moment from this movie, make sure you write in on social media on our movie posters. Thanks for listening to our take on A Nightmare on Elm Street from Wes Craven. Hey, Nancy, look at Nancy. Hey, hey look t- Tina, Tina. Tina. You guys are sounding like Beetlejuice a little bit now. Tina. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, if you liked what you heard, make sure you uh, like, review, and rate on your podcast app. You can follow us at Cult Classics Pod on social media. If you have any movie requests for after the Halloween season, you can write us at Cult Classics Podcast at gmail.com. Point, point.